The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. Welcome into Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Nicole Hutchison, alongside Aisha Morrison, and Jess Navarez. We're right here in the SWBC studio. What's up, ladies? Hello. Hello. What day is it anymore? Tuesday. I'm losing track of days. I'm on task today. Today's Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Needed that. Mm -hmm. Needed that. Two days away from game day, Cowboys and the Washington Commanders. It'll be the 11th time they've met on Thanksgiving. Traditions. I'm excited. A win. Good news today. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, We had some good news. Of course, CeeDee Lamb. Nothing to... Uh, we got the practice report today. Nothing too major on his mm-hmm. ankle. He looked pretty well uh, on the field in practice today. Rico Doddle actually limited, I believe. Didn't, no, he did not, did not participate. participate for a second day. Um, little concerned there. Uh, it's ankle injury. Are you all concerned at all? I mean, you're always concerned when it comes to mm-hmm. somebody who's being so productive and it's an ankle. And so mm-hmm. I think for this matchup specifically – you know, it would be nice if you could continue to build off of what you've seen with yeah. the run threat and the run game specifically with Tony and Rico. But, but it's also a short week. You don't want to aggravate something that's already aggravated. Mm-hmm. So if they had to go without him, you have other options in Deuce Vaughn. You could even um, elevate Malik Davis at that point. Mm-hmm. Um Kevontae Turpin could get some touches there. You have a Hunter Lipke. You have options, right? So it's not like the the weight of the world is relying on Rico Dowdle to be available, but it is concerning um, nonetheless. So one thing about Rico, though, he's tough. He's going to fight through it. And if it's up to Rico, he's going to be on the field. However, hoping that... uh, He's he's healthy no matter what is decided this week. Yeah, and Jaron Kurse did not participate as well. That's Tyron Smith, well, we already knew Tyron's going to be out uh, yeah. practice during the week, so that's uh, no surprise there. But Jaron, um, back injury, any concern? Um, yeah, a bit, especially mm-hmm. since it, f- it felt like uh, the safety room that we have been mm-hmm. have high expectations for was kind of starting to gel for like Donovan Wilson starting to get his legs under him but um saw jaron curse make a couple plays in the box this last couple weeks and he's been looking you know better so i i do think it is a big deal however you will have opportunities for uh an israel mcquamu possibly mm-hmm. or wanye thomas who got some snaps last yeah. week too um to go out there and and play because uh logan thomas yeah. is is a big part of what the commanders like to do offensively tight end security blanket mm-hmm. you know yada yada, mm-hmm. yada and so um yeah it's it does matter you know that he's he's at this point, which is, if I'm not mistaken, this is a pretty big day, right? Yeah. This was a pretty big day for what this, the rest of this yeah, week was like technically their th- Yeah, it was technically their, their Thursday, Thursday, so right. it was their full practice today. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. yeah, for him to not practice for the second day mm-hmm. in a row, I think does say something. So it is something to monitor, but depth is there, mm-hmm. uh, and that's something we haven't had in another year. So I'm excited to see these young guys be able to get after it if yeah. he is not able to go. 
Yeah. Young guys in particularly. We're going to go back and talk about Deron Bland and this whole defensive player of the year conversation. Do y'all feel like he should be in that conversation? Michael Parsons certainly feels that. Uh, he pretty much had the same year uh, that Stephon Gilmore had it when he uh, was in 2019, 2019 Defensive Player of the Year. And actually comparing the two, uh, in 10 games, you have Deron Bland. Um, of course, four pick sixes in a season, six interceptions. Passer rating is 15.9. And in 2019, through 16 games, uh, Stephon Gilmore had six interceptions, two uh, pick sixes that season, and a passer rating allowed was 31.7, uh, 20 passes defended. And then in 10 games, you have Deron Bland, 12 passes defended. Do y'all feel like Deron Bland should be in that Defensive Player of the Year conversation? Why wouldn't he? Mm. Yeah, why wouldn't he? I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he leads He leads in most categories. He's in important categories when it comes to um, cornerback play. Mm-hmm. If you turn on the tape and you look at him, he's just an all-around player, and that's what people try to go look for in the draft. I mean, it's kind of how people model looking for a cornerback and what he's been able to do in this short amount of time, especially on a whim, is because, baby, he playing outside, and that's not even yeah. what he was planning on doing this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think with all things considered, and it's just one of those things where this, just like MVP, we look at it as a quarterback put, quarterback award I do believe at this point we look at defensive player of the year a lot of the time as a um pass rusher pass rusher award you know so it is difficult to get a cornerback in that conversation but with how he's playing and the impact he's making yeah why not yeah why yeah not? no and so it's interesting because I'm looking at this stat sheet and it's not going to sound impressive so let me preface by saying it first it's going to be a little bit like what why are you saying that and then it's going to lead into the point uh, in the NFC right now, Deron Bland is ranked 26th in leading scores that are not kickers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the first defensive back on that list. Now, you flip over to this side in the NFL, he is 49th in the overall league. But again, the first DB on that list. Um, and it looks like the only in the top 50. Yeah. So when you have a defensive back that is scoring touchdowns um, to be in the conversation with wide receivers... Not only is he he doing his job, he's doing his job well. And, uh, yeah, why would he not be in that conversation? Maybe it's the the nature of his position overall, but, again, what he's doing is freakish. It's not ordinary, and I I think if he's not in that conversation, he should be. Yeah, and I think it's it's funny that people keep saying – Oh, he was a fifth round pick, fifth round pick this. And that's something that Mike McCarthy said today that, you know, everyone's shocked that he's performing the way that he's performing, considering that he was a fifth round pick. But I mean, that just says a lot. Right. And it goes back to what you were saying, I believe, last week when we were talking about Duran is that it doesn't matter where you're picked. Um, the the talent is there. You come here, and you know you get developed, mm-hmm. and everybody has to line up. Yeah, everybody has to go out and perform, no matter where you picked in the draft. So, uh, and that's something that also Mike McCarthy really touched on as well. So, I think I think it's pretty dope that um, he has come in and just made it look so seamless. Yeah, and and uh, Dane Brugler, uh, draft guru, uh, <laughs> I asked him on Twitter because I was like, you know, I would like to see your draft notes on, mm-hmm. on him. 
And um, most of the things he gave, he gave this coaching staff a lot of credit. Mm -hmm. The secondary coaching staff, Al Harris, Joe Wood mm -hmm. Jr. Um, he gave those gentlemen a lot of credit for his development, and um, that's why it's important. We talk about at times the difference that coaching can make, but this secondary yeah. coaching in particular has turned around careers for a lot of guys, mm -hmm. and that have come here, and even gentlemen that have been on this, on this. Like I, I, I really felt like Jordan Lewis, especially, got the short end of the mm -hmm. stick with the old red but he's had a pivotal point like pivotal role in this this defense we saw Anthony Brown have some of his best years here late like this yeah. defense you know coaching matters so I think that that plays a huge role also too in how much he's developed because if I'm not mistaken Dane said that one of the only things that he thought that he could improve on was like mid-route you know the decision making mm. and some of those things and now you see him I'm going to take the ball away right now. Yeah. yeah. He understands the route tree. He, he's he's very intelligent. So I'm yes, he deserves to be in a conversation. Let's start opening up the conversation on the player and not what it's used to being or whatever. Because right. even when Gilmore got it that year, I remember a lot of people didn't think he was deserving yeah. of it. But what he was doing was so impressive, you just right. couldn't ignore it. And I think Deron Bland is doing the same thing. Is that something that makes this Dallas Cowboys franchise so unique, just the development of players? <sighs> and, I, and, and I'm not saying that not a lot of NFL teams aren't developing their players. Sure. A lot of the coach, you know, but sure. you, just, you just look at the Dallas Cowboys and – the history mm -hmm. of the coaches that they do bring here, right? And mm -hmm. and the coordinators and the different position coaches. Do you think that that's what makes this franchise so unique? I think if you're talking about this current reign under mm -hmm. Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, John Fossil, it's unique in the sense that it's gelled together mm -hmm. and it, there's not a lot of new moving pieces that were not beneficial in making that move. So in the offseason, there was some coaching changes. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Brian Schottenheimer coming in brand new for his first season this year to the Cowboys as an OC, but... It was, it was a move that made sense, and it was a familiar face to this organization already. And so what you're not seeing is you're not seeing a drop-off in any three phases of the game. You're seeing a very cohesive, gelled unit that all see the same things. And what I really appreciate specifically about what the Cowboys do when they're out scouting is they're looking at different leagues as well. So they're not pertaining it just mm. to the draft process yeah. and saying, hey, you know, look at this guy at whatever college – XFL, USFL, you've seen success from multiple guys, Brandon Aubrey, Kevontae Turpin coming in from other leagues that, you know, maybe they wouldn't get a second look from a different team. And so what I like is that, you know, specifically they're opening up that conversation for other leagues to be able to get that attention and the guys that work their tails off to be able to get this opportunity, you know, that aren't necessarily in the NFL yeah. know that, hey, maybe my NFL career isn't over maybe it hasn't started yet but I appreciate that part of the coaching reign now mm -hmm. is that they don't solely rely on just their draft process it's a big it's a big part of it draft and develop as we know but they also look in other areas as well to really create this full well-rounded roster that you see I like that yeah, until this year, I felt like it was a gift and a curse a bit. <laughs> not going to even hold you. You know, um, the Cowboys being able to have, if I'm not mistaken, I, I want to say, I don't know if it was last year or this year that they they like announced that the Cowboys have more drafted players, mm. um, just homegrown guys, mm. then it, they're like second in the league of like what their, their – um, their roster consists of as mm -hmm. far as draft picks and it is valuable it's valuable having a coaching staff but i will say that this coaching staff is one of the best that they've had 
in totality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And you see that again in the development of players and how things go. You did, to your point, Jess, you lost some guys on the offensive side of the ball and some things have changed there. But specifically on the defensive side, what they have been able to do to come in and gel. And and one important part about it, too, and I think it – really attributes to a guy like a Deron Bland's development as well is that they have been able to keep these gentlemen together. Retaining Dan Quinn, we talk about free agency, baby. That's the biggest free agent signing that you had because you're able to keep this system going. So guys aren't having to use, learn a whole bunch of new things and stuff like that. And I do think that does play a role in why it was easier for Deron Bland to to transfer, to uh, transition transition rather rather (laughs) from nickel to boundary and to be able to go back and forth. I think a lot of has to, that has to do with his comfort within the system mm-hmm. and how these coaches handle it. So, um, yeah, listen, There's if you talk to some of these defensive players that have come here now, that have come here in the last year or so or are new to the team, they want to play for they want to play for those coaches because they see Mm -hmm. the success that the Cowboys have had specifically again on the defensive side of the ball for years to come they Mm -hmm. want to be a part of that but they also know that they're going to get coached and good players want to be coached yeah they do and also the culture let's let's need not forget the culture that is Mm -hmm. what Mike McCarthy has created even Mm -hmm. to little things that when when Mike talks about being able to sleep in your own bed on game mm-hmm. night, that was that's a very unfamiliar thing for a lot of teams across the league. I mean, not a lot of coaches would buy into that, and Mike is fully for it. You talk to the guys in the locker room, they're fully for it, and especially when it comes down to something as simple as you sleep in your own bed yeah. the night before a game has boded very well for these guys, and they'll tell you that. They wake up actually rested, refreshed, they feel good, their body feels good, because you think about it, let's peel it back again. These players are human first. Who doesn't like to sleep in their own bed before you have a really big day ahead of you of work, right? So the fact that Mike McCarthy prioritizes those things, the mental health aspect of things that Mike McCarthy really puts forth, not just in every day, but even when you're talking about coming back from injuries, one of the biggest things that you see is that ramp-up period to not only get those phantom drills going in their heads, but to also make sure, hey, you're physically good. Mentally, where are you? Continuous yeah. conversations and communication. So kudos to this coaching staff. Um, y'all can have your opinions about uh, this coaching staff, but I will say the guys are brought into this culture, and uh, they will run through a wall for the co- their coaches, and it's very apparent. For sure, and that's actually what um, Stefan Gilmore told me on Cowboys Hour um, last week when he said that he wanted to come here and play for Dan Quinn after hearing from his defensive coordinator um, when he was with the Colts. So I think that's pretty special. And it speaks a lot. I know, right? It says a lot about, you know, this this whole team as a unit. Um, Just the coaching staff and everything that they – kind of put together as far as like the development and how special that you know the talent is here so i don't know i think it's pretty dope um talking about this defense though mm-hmm. they've got to take on washington on uh thursday <sighs> yep <laughs> and before we take our first break though we'll uh just touch really fast what is something that and we'll break it down in the next um break but what what's something that this defense has to do taking on this Washington command account for the QB because he he loony yeah he loony I ain't yeah. know, I don't even know I I, yeah. I personally enjoy loony watching Sam Howell he is he's loony um he will do some things he will make some plays with his legs with his arm he has total faith and his ability and he is not here to play I mean I yeah I know you yeah it's 
account for the quarterback. Hmm. That's that's the first thing because he can scramble. He'll throw on the move. He will make some very untimely decisions. He will, but if he does that when he has time, but sometimes he, he it goes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it go when it go right for him, it be right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Good telling point. you, like. Yeah. He's a very catch twenty two right now in his rookie year. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid to take take chances, and so we gotta account for him um, first. Um, so yeah, that's where it starts with me. Just. I think continuing to build off of what you saw in this last game against mm-hmm. the Panthers, which is don't beat yourself and continue to create those big plays because we know that was something that was lacking a few weeks ago was the lack of explosive big plays. And so for me, what I want to see out of the defense is. Get those sacks. First and foremost, put pressure, constant pressure on Sam Howell. Don't let him get out of that pocket. Do not let him get out of the pocket. Uh, Contain him right there in the box if you can. Um, And, yeah, I mean, look, this is also – how do I say this? This is a team that I think you can see – a big drop in kind of the undisciplined versus disciplined aspect of this game as well. Draw penalties from them. Play those mental games with them and draw those penalties. Put Make them put self-inflicted wounds on themselves. So I just want to continue to see them build off of what they did kind of last week. All right, we'll be breaking this down. Coming up right after the break, you're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. electrifying event of the holiday season cowboys christmas extravaganza powered by reliant every friday and saturday night now through december 16th cowboys christmas extravaganza ignites the star in frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers including the world-renowned dallas cowboys cheerleaders santa claus and appearances from your favorite dallas cowboys football heroes visit the stardistrict.com for more information oh yeah love a good santa appearance Oh yeah. Did y'all ever have any great memories of like Santa stories that your parents used to tell y'all? My mom and I talk about this all the time because I started get I I started get a little too smart. I was like, "Mm, why that handwriting look like that? (laughs) Started get a little too smart. Um, But overall, like, I just love Christmas. Yeah. My dad is. uh, If you've ever seen uh, any of the Griswold movies, Mm -hmm. my dad's like the epitome of Clark Griswold. So that's. uh, good if you've never seen those movies i'll show you you'll understand but my dad back home does like the whole display on the house with like lights that mm-hmm. sing to music and yeah. they, my family takes christmas very serious and so when they played christmas music out here at practice day i was like oh god no no 
No. Yeah, Christmas music yeah. at practice is crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I saw an issue it was, about it because it was so random. It was very random. I know them players were like, "All right, we need some." A couple of them were jamming out though, like the During dance the moves, stretching. Yes, the dance moves to the Christmas music. I was like, "No, yeah, can't be doing that." My family doesn't celebrate Christmas, so I just typically I like the way how everybody's happy. And I typically just kind of adore everybody else's joy and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, that. no, I mean, as an adult, I've kind of taken part in Christmas festivities. When I was a kid, I don't have a whole bunch of fun. Besides, like, the little, like, parties they have yeah. in elementary school. Because oh, mm, my friend's mom would come paint our faces yeah. and stuff. Oh, and that was fun. always cool. I can remember what it smelled like. Like gingerbread? <laughs> no, nah, you don't remember, like, there's just a way that, like, when you walked in the classroom that day and you knew it was a party, it smelled or something. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Y'all not going to try to uh, no, make I me say no, awkward. I no, no. Like, like, sweet, like yeah. sweetness and, like. Holiday. Yeah. It's very holiday scented. <laughs> we, <laughs> you're making it awkward for you. <laughs> no, we understand. We know what you mean. We know what you mean. But guess what? It's still Thanksgiving and these players oh, are about to be there very thankful. For a dub on Thursday. Yep. She must be stopped. Yup. <laughs> yep. That's my girl. Yup. No, no uh, we're going to be hopefully thankful for a dub on Thursday. Uh, but talking about this defense still, mm -hmm. um, what are are there some areas of concern for Washington? Um, and I, if I'm Washington, I'm personally attacking our run defense. Yeah. Right? Because mm -hmm. um, they haven't been consistent. It's a big leap from last year's of course uh big improvements there but i just feel like it's kind of like towards leaning towards what you were kind of touching on the lack of discipline every every single play um and they do have the running backs that can you know run up the middle they're power running backs i actually covered one at kentucky who was one of the top leading rushers in the history of the program wow. chris rodriguez um yeah a thousand yard rusher um and he's a back that if you need some extra yards, he's going to go get them. Um, so he, he was very special. So I, I know they do have the run game to attack Dallas. Yeah. Is, is that a concern for I you I mean, all? Brian Robinson, you know, is mm -hmm. a bit of a player. Uh, I think he's averaging about four yards a carry, yeah. which is nothing to sleep at. And um, – also, to Eric Bieniemy, I was watching a couple games. I looked, I looked at what some of the things they did against Philly, and they did a lot of screens yeah. and stuff like that to attack them. Um, so I will say, I know this offensive line for them has given up a lot of sacks, and I think it's because they really struggle with power, but they do have some athleticism mm -hmm. on that offensive line, so they do try to get out in space, give their guys a chance. So for me, it would just be, you know, how they, how the Cowboys defense is able to rally and tackle. Mm -hmm. um, also, too, Eric Bieniemy, he he can get creative, dude. He can do some things, uh, motion and and trying to get you looking one way and some misdirection things. It's mostly just is if their offensive line is going to be able to hold up and you know take on those blocks because schematically they do do some things that could get an aggressive defense like the Cowboys sometimes off their kilter and have them looking in the backfield or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be because they are trying to somewhat finesse things here you yeah. know to open up this open up this game but they have skill players on the mm -hmm. on the offensive side of the ball but I mean Jahan Johnson Curtis Samuel Logan Thomas like I mean and then Terry McLaurin like Trayvon's not playing this week. Yeah, and, you know yeah. normally Terry be 
in a seatbelt because of Trayvon, but we'll see how that matchup is with Deron Bland and him because that's going to be that's the guy. That's that's he's the dude. Now Jahan Dotson is having a good year too. A little shifty type receiver he can do he has some great releases um really short hands and so yeah this secondary is gonna have to come play too yeah. like it's they do have skill players and like we talked about this quarterback if he has time mm. like you said jess if he has time and sometimes if he don't got them he's gonna make time <laughs> he's gonna figure mm-hmm. he will scramble get out the pocket and make things happen so um really looking at how this defense handles broken down plays as well is mm-hmm. to be which is a short week. Yeah. Guys are probably a little tired, more tired than normal. How do they rally to the ball and tackle? But also, too, how do they handle scramble drill if this quarterback is able to get outside of the pocket and try to extend plays? Because he will. Mm. Yeah, Logan Thomas is somebody that I've been kind of watching a little bit this season. Um, y'all know I love that tight end position so much. Yes. Um, so, but... I, I find it fascinating what he's able to do. However, I see some opportunity for some, one, interceptions, but mm-hmm. two, ball security. Ball yeah. security isn't uh, necessarily... <laughs> what is going on over there? Oh, no, Guys. Like, a ghost took my No, nah, that was all you. Don't even blame a ghost. That was all you. I saw it. A ghost took it? Yeah. Wow. All right. That's crazy. Well, ball security, fumbles. Uh, Logan Thomas has two so far this season okay. so take advantage of weak spots that you see you know and, and i think ball security in in that aspect is huge also the yak ability i wanted to mention on logan thomas is something not to be played with so another week of talking about short tackling mm. making sure you're not allowing the yak yardage to continue um and then going down the list i mean uh, this is a should win game for this team we know that yeah but going back to what we were talking about yesterday don't give them the opportunity to get warm because I think that's when you're kind of getting into troubling waters is if you're getting, I don't know, a Jahan Dotson, the, the chance to get warm or anything. It, I, They're not scared. They yeah. will do score it. Score first. If you get the ball, score first. If you don't get the ball, keep them three and out. That's fast start. That's what I want this week. Yeah, and fast I start. saw, um, I only watched a little bit of the film, uh, their left tackle, Charles Lino. Mm-hmm. Um, getting whooped on. Getting whooped, baby. Oh, baby. I listen like Aisha say, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Going up against Dorrance Armstrong. I'm sorry. Um, or Tank, good luck. Or whoever or tank, they decide or whoever, to roll yeah. over there because they're whoever. moving. Dan Quinn is that's something that Dan Quinn mm-hmm. is. I love that they're doing this. Being, yeah. Love it. Disguising. Yes, they're disguising, but they're also okay with moving, finding the favorable matchup. Mm-hmm. They're not. Uh, what is it? The path. The, it's, it's the path. Path of least resistance. They're playing mm-hmm. smarter, not harder. By okay, your center, he struggles. Yeah. Let me line Michael up like on top, like line him up over top yeah. of him. Okay. Well, your left tackle struggling. Tank, get over there. You know, like so. Yeah. I I do think that they'll find the favorable matchups to that point. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yes. And their center actually, you were touching on it. Um. He's very slow, so I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they do line up Micah um, against him. That would that's gonna be pretty interesting. Well, I hope they're working on that silent count because uh, yeah, they're gonna need that. I went yeah. back and looked at like yeah. the last time the Cowboys played the Commanders was Week 18 last year. Mm-hmm. Kind of was a pointless game, I guess you want to say. But yeah. I remember, baby, don't the, listen. We're in a totally different space, man. Because I remember people were still kind of like, what the hell is this offense what is it because for like the last four or five weeks of the season this offense was really struggling Mm -hmm. the Cowboys starters started 
went out there, played, and they could not really get anything going. Mm. Um, it was actually Sam Howell's, like, welcome to the NFL day, and yep. he actually had a pretty good game. Yep. I, I will say... I think that these players, you know, remember that they lost to these yeah. guys. And, and it's even though it was a pointless game, from my understanding last year, it wasn't pointless. Like, they were trying to get going offensively. So to be in this place now where you're going up against a similar team, mm -hmm. um, I think it is going to be important for them to be able to, you know, go out there and put together a good game, you know, and continue the streak that they're on right now. Yeah, and someone actually asked um, Tony Pollard and – the uh, locker room today is there any added like motivation mm. since you guys did lose in that season finale um this past season mm -hmm. and i'm sure there is you mm -hmm. know i'm sure there is yeah. especially and it's making it a lot easier it, i think in my opinion because of the games that you're coming off of the performances that you put on tape yeah the past three four games straight um and i think all you can do really now is just build off of it right yeah no and i'm looking at sam's uh Sam's stats and told you he's loony. He is uh, a <laughs> loony. He's not afraid. He's fearless. <laughs> don't get me. Don't don't he's get it fearless. twisted. Yeah. Twelve interceptions though. Again, you have opportunity there. Mm -hmm. Find the weakness and key in on it. And uh, Deron Bland, I'm talking to you. Break that record this week, my guy. Yeah. Um, it's just so interesting to see this. 51 sacks, most sacked quarterback in the NFL. 51 sacks. And a lot right of that now, is because... 51 sacks. Yeah, some of that is this offensive line is not that good, and some of it is the quarterback's just holding on to the ball because he's a gamer, Yeah. and he doesn't think that any play is done. Yeah. He doesn't. He's. I mean, Dak had that trouble, too, yeah. in his career. A lot of athletic quarterbacks that are wired like that, that are competitors, mm -hmm. they have to learn how to throw the ball away <laughs> and to take their L's. <laughs> to take their L's. Um, but, yeah. No, no, no. You're okay. <laughs> yeah. There was a tour passing by, and there was a nice man that made a face and was trying to get us to laugh, and it worked. What makes it so hard to... I guess play against quarterbacks like that. He's when, unpredictable. When, yeah. yeah, he's unpredictable. He's fearless. Yeah. You don't know what you're going mm -hmm. to get. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the thing. I, I think being a younger quarterback, though, it is a good starting point for him because he can grow to know when to release the ball quicker. Mm -hmm. So that's again, we're talking about this matchup now. But look, Sam Howell is going to continue to improve and going to continue to be a name that if he's already this fearless now and he's yeah. not afraid of the challenge, he's not afraid to, to, to toss the ball. He's not afraid to run, use his legs. And then you're talking about he's holding the ball too long because he's trying to make big plays. Eventually, mm -hmm. all of that's going to click for him. I mean, given kind of have to build the team around him and, yeah. and his skill set. So the commanders have a little bit of a challenge ahead, especially just coaching and deciding what they're going to do there. But look, yeah. Giving him credit where it's due for a young quarterback, I, I like to see it, and yeah. it's a good it's a good challenge. It's a good challenge for the secondary, yeah. I think, in this game. <laughs> you I'm, just don't know what you're gonna get from him. I like me. I mean, and and don't get me wrong. Like it's it's I I definitely can admit because a couple weeks ago I was like this game about to be a banger. You mm -hmm. know, like because I was watching Sam Howell and you can see him developing and, and figuring some things out. But this last couple weeks. I mean, it's just very when you know you mentioned the penalties and the possibility of penalties and stuff. His he can just be very undisciplined um, and with his decision making and just very, I don't know, just very forward with his decision making. So there will be opportunities for them to take the ball away, and I'm hoping that they take them um, because the strength of the team 
to me is their uh the wide receiver core mm-hmm. and what their and their skill players in that position so yeah um sacks will be there hopefully yeah. uh if if still you know i fussed the other day <laughs> i understand that sacks could be there with this team it doesn't mean that you don't play sound run defense mm-hmm. yeah, do not it on chasing the, way. the big yeah. plays do yeah. it on the way do it on yeah. the way yeah, yeah. absolutely because he will make you pay if he escapes the pocket so yeah well it's also another game back at at stadium boom 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 12 straight at home uh this team has been completely oblib is that the word obliterating Obli- Ob- obliter- obliterating all right we're gonna try a different word demolishing <laughs> I was calculating. I Demolishing was, their opponents I saw, at like, home. The, the I was trying. I'm sorry. I was no, it's okay. <laughs> I asked um, you what day it was earlier. I'm it's no okay. No worries. On. They've been demolishing their opponents in AT&T Stadium. So uh, hopefully, not hopefully, they're going to get it done. In manifest. Yeah, we're going to manifest yeah. that. We're going to manifest that. Uh, is there any, you said skilled players are, mm-hmm. are the biggest strength of that team. Is there a guy in particular that you're kind of have your eyes on i mean well i mean i, I mentioned on the offensive side of the ball you have terry mclaurin mm-hmm. but john dodson seems like he's really coming into his own I, I, I think he can run the route tree he's shifty and those are the guys that give the cowboys more trouble mm-hmm. than anybody it's mm-hmm. not the physical more physical guy typically is the guy that's good in space is a little bit more faster a little bit more shifty off the line and so i think containing him is going to be important of course but you know they still have some players on their defense too specifically their defensive line Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen ain't nothing to sniff at you want to ask ask anybody who who has stopped the Philly tush push it's been Mm. these guys you want to know why it's because their interior is that good yeah they lost you know Chase Young to the 49ers But um, he's still that D, that DT. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. That DT room is still very well put together. I was not expecting that. Yeah, they they they're still well put together, and their secondary is where there's some money at. Mm. Appreciate you, Emmanuel Forbes, covered him in the draft, but he's he's he struggled this year. So I think they have St. Juice out there, Benjamin St. Juice out there, and he's been doing a decent job. But Bebe, yeah. They struggle out in that secondary too, so I do think we can see this Cowboys def- uh, this Cowboys receiver core have some success as well this week because I think it is going to be harder to run on them mm-hmm. than to pass. Well, we're going to break yeah. down this Cowboys offense versus Washington defense tomorrow, but we got a game coming up tomorrow. Not, I mean, this after the break. <laughs> Wow, I'm so excited for game day. I'm sorry. Jazzy, we're gonna play a game right after That's this why the break. Game cup is out here. You're watching. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred <laughs> dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. 
That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. the family holiday photo with Santa at the Star presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District now through December 24th. Book your visit before December 9th and save $5 with code STAR5. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more information. Again, that code is STAR5. Star save five. $5. There you go. Alright, y'all. It's game time. Alright, so here's Whoa. the game. <laughs> Here's the game. <clears throat> so I've put defensive players' names in the cup. All right. The key oh. is. Sorry, I had to be a little dramatic. The I love key that. Is, oh, man. We love the, the key drama. Is, right? Is that you have to come up with a Thanksgiving dish that reminds you of this player. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Who's first? Go ahead, Aisha. <laughs> <clears throat> Micah? No. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's a good one. I got Micah. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> what is Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving shouldn't exist without the real MVP macaroni and cheese. Ah, okay. You okay. can't. You yeah. can't. You can't. You can get it so many different ways. You can bake it. You can put it. You can just make it normal, however you want to do it. Yeah. Put breadcrumbs on it. Absolutely Somebody not. Said, what? Oh, our producer just said raisins, y'all, she in didn't the mean mac and cheese. She didn't mean that. I hope she did. I oh, hope, I hope did. not. That's a big red flag. Or you can just do the... <laughs> It can be homemade, Ooh. or you can do the OG, triple OG mm-hmm. craft, or Velveeta. It's just Thanksgiving is not can Thanksgiving like without macaroni. Like yeah, mm-hmm. there, it's variety, and that's what Micah Parsons is. He can do so many different things. Like that's good. That's good. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. You want to go next? Or you want me to go? Next? I'll I'll, get, I'll hold the cup so you I can. Can't go believe next. I got okay. Micah first. Hold on, shake it up. <laughs> okay, now girl. <laughs> Let's say, who do I have? (laughs) Man, you're hanging out with Jazzy way too much. Right. Let's see. What you got? I've got Mosey Smith. Oh, okay. I think I've got one for this one. Let me think. (laughs) The fact that it's continuing. What is going on? It's actually pretty good, though. No, it sounds good. Mm -hmm. Pretty jealous Mm -hmm. a little bit. I like that. Let me think. Let me think. Hmm, What's a good one? (laughs) Mosey Smith. That's happy, right? <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> All right, so like, I'm not a big green bean casserole person, but I will eat it if it's like really good. It grows okay. on me, right? Okay. Mm. I feel like Mozzie Smith is now becoming, you know, into his own. Actually, you know, splashed a big plays the past he couple of weeks. Yeah. He's growing. He's mm. growing. Yeah. And the development. That's a good one. And him, I'm starting to see, and I like it. Mm, that's, so like green bean casserole is good. like yeah. If you if you don't, if you, you know? ain't never had green bean casserole, it take a couple times to have it. But it's that girl. 
Yeah. And eventually you realize that. I don't know if it's it's, it's, it's yeah. It's well, for me, girl. for me, I'm yeah. Like it, it for a lot of people, it's that girl. It's that girl for me. Really? For I me, like I can eat it. Yeah, you know I'll, I'm eat, I'll it's good. definitely eat it, but it's not like my top tier. Yeah, but know? it's growing, right? Yeah. It's growing on me as we've gotten older. There we go. Yeah, mm. older right. and wiser. Come on, Muzzy, you growing? <laughs> yes, Muzzy. He's Muzzy growing on. He is, and he's Muzzy growing on people too. Please, yo. Sorry. Okay, no pressure. I can't wait to see who oh, you get. Wait. Okay. <clears throat> Marquise Bell. Oh, okay. Ring, the bell. Ring, the bell. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Okay. Marquise Bell. He is going to be. Oh. Okay. 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 Oh, I know. You know what it is? You know what I'm gonna say? No, I just got one. You're just excited? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Marquis Bell is going to be the sweet potato casserole. What? Or the the yams. Okay. Okay. The sweet potatoes. I was say. But but no. Here's the thing. The candied sweet potatoes specifically. Okay. Here's Candy the yams. thing. Okay. Candied yams because we're not. We're not an anything but bland kind of defense, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to have a little bit of spice in there. So we're doing candied yams because they add a touch of something sweet to mm -hmm. this. You know what they pair good with, like too? Green bean casserole. Macaroni and cheese. Oh, and mac and cheese. Uh -huh. No, so. Oh. Yams and macaroni and I cheese? You? No. Mixed with that. Mac and cheese mixed with sweet potato. No, they they pair well. They pair well. No, oh, mix. I thought you were saying like no, you don't mix. mix them. You pair well. Yeah. A spoon. Oh no. Look, on Thanksgiving, there's mm -hmm. no rules. You just shovel it all in. Like you're just eating all the food. Doesn't matter. That's okay. the only thing I, I like. Touch. No, I like the description. No, no. Marquis Bell. Mac and cheese. Marquis Bell is going to be the candied yams. Because it's already good. Like, like sweet that. potatoes, already good by themselves. Okay. Mm. But then you add a little bit of versatility. You take them from safety to linebacker. Mm -hmm. You add the the marshmallows, some brown like sugar. Mm -hmm. It makes it even sweeter and even better than what they already Yeah, you got to get that glaze on there. Yep. You got to get that glaze on <laughs> Yep. Marquis Bell, ring the bell, baby. Your turn. Okay. Aisha. Sorry. Aisha. <laughs> Donovan. Okay. Dono! Sorry, I get really excited about these games. All right. So, I don't know if he's a dish, but he's a, a condiment that's very needed. Listen. Oh. I'm over. Wow, can I say that? Yeah, yeah, go for oh. it, yeah. Donovan is your hot sauce. Oh, okay, mm. I thought you were going to go cranberry sauce. Greens, I was like, don't do Donovan like that. Put it on your chicken. I get chicken mm. on Thanksgiving because I don't really like turkey like that, but I'll do turkey wings. That's he's I the like hot that. sauce. He's I like the that. spice. I like that. Mm -hmm. Spice. He's the kick. He's extra kick. A little, right. little bit. Let's see. Y'all gotta. Y'all ain't gotta shake it that hard. You do. You do have to be a little dramatic. Let's see. Please. <laughs> I don't want that one. I want this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? What you got? <clears throat> Neville Gallimore. Gallimore. Thanksgiving. Who is Neville Gallimore? Let's see. Mm. I think. You got this. I don't know. Let's think about this one a little bit more, Nicole. 
I think actually, wait, I got it, I got it. Hello? <laughs> I think. <laughs> Is the idea in the room with us? It is. It is. Wait, 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 y'all. I think I'm gonna go with. He's been coming on. Well, he's been coming on as of late. That's what I'm saying. Had a couple of his best games as of late. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying I'm gonna go Dirty Rice. Do y'all eat Dirty Rice? On Thanksgiving, I love me some dirty rice on Thanksgiving. Mm. You is crazy. My family from Louisiana. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Dirty rice because you need that like dog, like that dirty player. You feel me? And like mm. dirty rice, just like it's like that Creole. You like he's Canadian. Er, I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm saying that like when you Louisiana people is a little like got that dog. They got that dog in them, you know. And then the dirty rice yeah. is so good, you know. <laughs> Y'all. Are y'all catching my drift? Yeah, I think no, somebody, I think people you. might take it the other way because of what okay. he just got fined for. I though. mean, no, I'm not, yeah, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't see. This is why I didn't want to go. go there. I would just, well, would have just went this with mashed potatoes. <laughs> gravy, mashed potatoes and gravy. But I was saying reliable. That, no, because yeah, you need it. but I mean, dirty rice. Like, I'm not trying to bring the the whole fine. Oh, and stuff, absolutely. I'm, I'm, but like, I'm just joking. I'm so I think sorry. that. I think that dirty rice just adds that like extra like oomph mm. yeah. to my plate for yeah. me. And he is he's a good spark a, because he has exactly. fresh legs and he's his <laughs> one of his best attributes is how fast he is off yes. the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's good. See? That's good. I didn't <laughs> Okay, we're just gonna move just on. Gonna from move this. on. <laughs> okay. I ruined it. I'm sorry. Okay. I was I promise. I was trying to like go around. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should've not. I should've it's all good. Oh, I got two. Oh, God. Oh, go. Go, just go. Yeah. Both? Yeah. Screw it. <laughs> All right. Demarcus Lawrence. Ooh. Tank. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, you got to Tank. Oh. Is the... The turkey. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. why would he not be? Yeah. He that main. What is yeah. a Thanksgiving meal without a turkey? Whether you love it or hate it, you have to have it. Mm, it's for, not Thanksgiving sure. without a turkey. It's <clears throat> not the Dallas Cowboys defense without your fearless leader, Demarcus Lawrence, leading you mm. in everything. You, you can your, expect to your see Your team it. huddle. Yep. The pass rush. Yeah. You need it. It's reliable. Talk. Old trusty traditional turkey, old trusty traditional Demarcus Lawrence, <laughs> gonna continue to create plays and remind you what a vintage D Law is. So take. I like that. He's gonna be there. Period. He's gonna be there regardless. He's gonna hear his name. Yep. Somebody gonna say something about him. Mm-hmm. And love turkey. him or hate him, people are gonna be like, oh, I don't like turkey. Yeah. It's there. And guess who else <laughs> gonna be there? Somebody do. Yeah. <laughs> Not the opposing quarterbacks. They Somebody don't, do. They don't want guess none who of else, that. Guess who else is going to be there on, who gonna, on Thursday? Who's going to be there? This Dallas Cowboys dog defense. Wait, what? I was <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Man. <laughs> Look at the time. It's time to go. See that time? Aisha, do you see what time That'll do it. That'll be a wrap for today's episode of Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Goodbye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?